0: Hey beautiful people, kings and queens, my name is Shay and you are listening to my podcast Love, Wisdom, and Astrology, where I focus on spiritual growth and empowerment. This is episode number 22 and it's called Understanding Narcissism and Codependency. Because you got to be aware of this relationship dynamic. Okay. <laughs> So in this episode, I'm going to talk about narcissism and codependency and give a little insight on the nature of a narcissist as well as codependency because narcissist is a word that's easily thrown around nowadays. We assume that if a person is self-absorbed, then there are narcissists, but That's not always the case. A person can have narcissistic tendencies, but that doesn't mean that they're a full-blown narcissist. And then there's people who wear their masks so well that you don't realize that they are indeed a true narcissist. But... before I go deeper into that you already know what time it is you know I gotta take a second to send some love and light your way I hope you're feeling good I really hope you're feeling great though but if not it's okay honey this too shall pass and I'm sending extra 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 love and light your way and if you're not feeling good then this is just a friendly reminder that's you are in control of how you feel you have free will so you can choose how you want to respond you can choose your thoughts you can choose how you look at things and whatever you choose it's gonna have an effect on your overall mood so if you choose to focus on negative thoughts and you choose to have a pessimistic outlook on life then nine times out of ten you're not gonna feel good You're gonna feel irritated, you're gonna feel anxious, resentful, depressed, worried, the list goes on. Cause this is where you're choosing to focus your energy on. This is why it's so important to feed your brain new information so that you can develop different perspectives, different ways of seeing things. There's always more than one way to look at a situation. And when you start viewing things from a higher perspective, your thoughts will become more grounded, which means your mood will become more stable. At the end of the day, we're human, right? So we're going to experience ups and downs. That's just a part of life. But on average, the goal is to be stable within our emotions, not constantly feeling irritated or sad or bitter or scared or worried we start feeling like this when we lose sight of the big picture because we're focusing only on one corner of the picture compared to the whole thing feed yourself new information so that you can develop the ability to see the whole thing ain't nothing new under the sun okay so whatever you're going through or whatever you've been through somebody else has already walked that path so there's a similar blueprint when it comes to a solution there's a frame of reference to work with they can give you valuable insight but you got to look for it though and sometimes you don't even have to look for it god will make you stumble upon it but you got to be open to it right so if you're feeling down and in that moment you're not able to figure out how to navigate out of that mood, then Google it, YouTube it, do a little bit of research on some solutions. That way you're feeding yourself new information, you're gaining a new perspective. And this way you won't be stuck on the same thoughts because you'll have a wider range of thoughts to choose from. It's kind of like having an eight count crayon box and a 64 count crayon box. We can do way more with the 64 count. You know what I'm saying? So never allow yourself to feel like a victim. Pray about it and use your willpower to carry out a solution. We can't sit around and act helpless because we're not. We got to come up with a solution. All right. But anywho, (laughs) back to what I was talking about. So there's people with tendencies that may come off as narcissistic, but they're not actually a narcissist. And for those that are not familiar with this term, narcissistic personality disorder, AKA NPD, is a mental health condition in which people have an unreasonably high sense of their own importance. They carry the belief that they are extremely special and unique. And to be fair, you know, people with a high sense of self worth feel the same way as well, right? We're all special and unique but there's other tendencies and behavioral patterns that are present with those who have NPD. And those are the things that we need to look for if we suspect that a person could possibly be a narcissist, not just the fact that they feel that they're very important. According to the DSM-5, which is a manual for mental disorders, five out of the nine criteria traits need to be met in order for a person to be diagnosed with NPD. So in simpler terms, here are those traits. I've already stated the first one, which is a high sense of self-importance. Narcissists tend to exaggerate their achievements and they expect to be recognized as superior without actually achieving anything number two is a preoccupation with fantasies of success, power, beauty, or perfect love. By having these things, they maintain the belief that they're superior to others. These fantasies allow them to explain their successes to others. They're very big on looks and how things appear to other people, right? That falls under this category number three is entitlements they feel entitled to special treatment and since they lack boundaries they also feel entitled to other people's time money resources energy personal space etc etc number four they believe they are special and should only associate with other special or high status people or institutions they're arrogant they have a cocky attitude they're demanding and prideful and they don't surrender they have a low level of empathy or they just straight up lack empathy right they're unwilling to identify with the emotional needs of others and they're not able to put themselves in their shoes they have a need for excessive admiration they're driven by the need to be admired they have a deep need to be validated by others and they love to be praised as it feeds their ego they're envious of others or they believe that others are envious of them they'll claim that others are envious of them But what they're really doing is they're just projecting their own envy onto their victims. And one thing about narcissists, they will never admit to being envious of others. Not in this lifetime, not in the next lifetime, (laughs) not in the last lifetime. They will never admit to being envious of others, right? Now, technically, a trained professional is the one who does the diagnosing, right? But if you notice several or even all of these traits in a person, then you should already put it in your mind that there's a high possibility that they may have narcissistic personality disorder and they see the world much more differently than the average person does. And it's because they went through traumatic experiences, particularly in their childhood, which is the most critical time when it comes to how our mind develops. So if a person is a narcissist, or if a person is codependent, then this is something that started from their early years of life. So they didn't become a narcissist yesterday, they didn't become codependent yesterday, right? Or last year, this is something that started back in their earlier developmental stages. Now, before I talk about narcissism, I want to give more insight on the nature of codependency because all narcissists are codependent, but not all codependent people are narcissists. The reason that they develop this codependency is because of some trauma or traumatic experience, or just some type of circumstance where they felt stifled. And because of this, they weren't able to operate from their real selves right they weren't able to operate from their soul so by default they started operating from their false self aka the codependent self when we operate from our real selves our true authentic selves we're genuine we're compassionate we're accepting of ourselves and others we're intuitive we're assertive we need time to play and have fun We're vulnerable and we know how to surrender. On the other hand, when we operate from our false self, AKA our codependent self, we're inauthentic, we're withholding, we deny or hide our feelings. We're envious, we're critical and perfectionist. We pretend to always be strong. We're controlling, self-righteous. We don't trust and we avoid play and fun and we also avoid being nurtured our false self is a cover-up it's forever planning and plotting and it's continually selfish and withholding and it feels shame this is what manifests when we disconnect from our true selves we focus on what we think others want us to be we give love conditionally our love comes with conditions I'll love you if, i love you when. We cover up or hide or deny our feelings. We're passive aggressive or we're overly aggressive. And a lot of times we pretend to be strong or even powerful, yet our power is minimum because real power comes from being our true authentic selves. When we operate in codependent energy, we're not being our true authentic selves. And like I said earlier, every narcissist is codependent. However, not every codependent person is a narcissist. They exhibit similar behaviors because codependency is a common denominator. However, they operate on different ends of the spectrum, they operate on opposite ends of the spectrum. The codependent person is a giver and the narcissist is a taker. NPD is on a spectrum, so some cases are more severe than others because we have different types of narcissists. There's the covert narcissist, the overt narcissist, the malignant narcissist, and a few more. So there's different categories because this is a very complex condition. But at the core, they're all codependent. So this is why a person who is codependent and who is overly selfless attracts a narcissist who is also codependent, but instead they're overly selfish. They fit together like a hand in a glove. And on an energetic level, like attracts like. They're on the same vibration. They're both acting out what's in their subconscious minds. So a lot of times when people finally come to the conclusion that the person that they were dealing with or are dealing with is a narcissist or just very narcissistic, that's when the opportunity arises for them to look deeper within themselves. And when they do, that's when they find out that they're codependent. They had to go through that experience to shine the light on that part of themselves that they weren't aware of. The whole time they were thinking, oh, that's just how I am. But no, that's not how you really are. That's a cover up. Who you really are is hidden under your false self, your codependent self. And the more you heal, the more your real self, your authentic self is going to come out you're now operating from your soul instead of your ego the ego is restricted because it's driven by fear so it's predictable and how boring is that (laughs) being predictable 100 of the time just so that you can stay in control nah when you operate from your soul you're not predictable all the time you can surrender so you allow yourself to just be And when you allow yourself to just be, that's when things will come out of you that you didn't even know you had. Like new talents, new skills, new ways of being, which have been inside of you the whole time, but they weren't realized because you are operating from your codependent self. You are operating from your ego. And this is what makes narcissists predictable to a certain extent. Yes, they're impulsive a lot of times, however, they move in patterns so if you start developing more awareness then it'll be easier for you to notice those patterns but it's equally important for you to know that if you are operating in codependent energy there may be a tendency to put all of your focus on the narcissist and the stuff that they've done to you and while it's important to acknowledge and validate your own feelings and experiences it's equally important that you look at the role that you played in it you may feel like i've done so much for this person i've sacrificed so much for this person i changed who i am for this person i did things that i didn't want to do for this person the list goes on and these things make you develop resentments along with the fact that the narcissist was ungrateful They didn't appreciate you or those things that you did for them. In fact, they felt entitled to those things. And the harsh truth about it is you allowed a lot of these things to happen because you were operating from your codependent self. You were operating from the opposite end of the spectrum. So you were overly giving, overly accommodating, overly sacrificing. And if you look deep into it and ask yourself, why did I do that? You'll find that you did it because you lacked boundaries and you cared more about people pleasing because you didn't want to be seen in a negative light. So you didn't want to say no. You didn't want confrontation. You didn't want to feel rejected. You didn't want them to pull back their love from you, which is not real love, by the way. And because you allowed yourself to do these things, you were left feeling like you got the short end of the stick and if you were to complain to a narcissist about this right or just even just not even just a narcissist just anyone right if you were to complain to them about this they would probably say well i didn't ask you to and although that statement sounds ungrateful and arrogant there's still some truth to what they're saying A lot of times people who operate in codependent energy overextend themselves and they don't realize that they're doing this out of their ego. Remember what I said earlier, those with codependency focus on what they think others want them to be. So they feel like if they please others, they'll see how wonderful they are. They'll validate them, they'll approve them, and they don't realize that the love that they're seeking is conditional. The love that they're giving is conditional and everything is energy. So if you give conditional love, then you're going to attract conditional love. And a lot of times those with codependency will say, well, my love is unconditional. I love them so much, that's why I did those things. And as much as it may feel like they did it out of love, that's just not the reality of the situation. When you compromise yourself, your morals, your integrity, your resources, you're not being led by love. You're being led by the ego. When you're whole within yourself, you keep your ego in check and you listen to your intuition. And by listening to your intuition, you know what's right and what's not. So if you were or are operating in codependency and you were doing things that compromised who you are as a person or just doing things that you really didn't want to do, then the love that you gave was also conditional. Because guess what? If you didn't get the results that you were expecting, then you would switch up. You only did those things to people please, not because you really wanted to do it. And this is not something that you should beat yourself up about either. You know what I'm saying? give yourself grace understand that this dynamic was meant to bring you to your spiritual awakening it was meant to bring you to self-love and the way to start practicing self-love is to switch the focus to yourself which will feel weird at first right because you're used to placing your focus on others but the more you do it over time it'll become second nature Now, as far as the narcissist, when you start implementing this self love and putting up boundaries, they're going to have a problem with it. They're going to feel like they're the ones that's now getting the short end of the stick. Because remember, they're takers and they're selfish. And taking doesn't just refer to money. It includes your time, your energy, your resources, your personal space. And depending on where they are on the spectrum, some of them can really lash out and become very vengeful. Whether it's a spouse, a friend, your mother, your father, a sibling, the list goes on. When it comes to narcissism, you have to remove the title from the person. You can't be like, well, that's my mom, that's my girlfriend, that's my boyfriend, that's my husband, that's my wife. That's my brother. Right. Because unfortunately, those titles don't have an effect on their personality. In fact, those titles will be used as a means to take from you or manipulate you. And this is why those who operate in codependent energy must do the inner work to heal themselves so that They develop the inner resources to stand in their power. When we're emotionally balanced and operating from our true authentic selves, we're able to give and take in a healthy and balanced way. And we're able to be okay with others getting upset or feeling some kind of way when we say no. Because ultimately, the goal is to validate ourselves. The goal is to honor ourselves. So. If something compromises our values or things that are important to us, or if it's just something that we really don't want to do, then we have the right to not do it, right? (laughs) Even if it does cause conflict. And when you're able to do this, when you're able to get to this point, that is when you have developed unconditional love for yourself because you're being true to yourself. And when you're true to yourself, you won't have a bunch of regrets. When you're true to yourself, you can be at peace. When you're constantly people pleasing, you're not at peace because deep down inside, you know that you're just handing your power away. So if you suspect that you're dealing with narcissistic people, then you want to make sure that you check yourself first. Pay attention to your feelings. And this doesn't just apply to narcissists you know do this with any and everyone it doesn't matter what the title is you have the right to do what's best for you whether others like it or not okay and that's one thing that those with codependency have to embrace because once again they're used to placing the focus on others right others opinions and how others view them The goal is to build up your sense of self so that you feel comfortable standing alone. And when you get to that point of feeling comfortable to stand alone, you'll be more picky and more cautious when it comes to the relationships that you decide to entertain and invest in. So if this is your story, then start doing the inner work to build yourself up and start putting yourself first and start today. Okay. But any who, <laughs> that is all that I have for today. I hope this helped in some kind of way. Stay blessed, stay compassionate, stay open-minded, and most, 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 most <laughs> importantly, stay in your power, okay? Let the opposing forces know that you're divinely guided, you're divinely protected, and God does not play about you, okay? So they better tread lightly, all right? So y'all stay blessed up, stay prayed up, and I will catch you in the next episode. Peace, love, and light.